0: finally reaching the halfway point of the series. This is the Bennett Brothers Podcast for the Marvel TV series Moon Knight, a six-episode extravaganza, episode three, The Friendly Type, which I am, because I'm Jerry Bennett.
1: And I'm Joel Bennett. I did not know this was the halfway point. It's going by way too quickly. Enjoying it. Uh, we are the Bennett Brothers Podcast. We're going to talk about the latest episode of Marvel's Disney Plus television show. We're going to spoil the heck out of it, so if you want to... See it before you join the conversation. Do that and then come back. Also, go to Facebook.com slash Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at Pod Or send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com.
0: Before we go any further, just between this last podcast we did and this one, you haven't had any more kids since then, right? No. Okay, make sure, make I mean, sure. okay. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I have. <laughs>
1: make like, sure. I could be adopting one. Uh-huh. Like It's out there again. Who knows? But we're going to talk about Moon Knight. But before we dive into that, let's just do a quick little... Dance, dance. Okay. The Thor trailer dropped. Thor: Thor love, and love
0: and Thunder. I just showed it to Joel. Mm-hmm. It's pretty damn awesome.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. Not the best trailer. I've seen. There's been better trailers. Uh, for it's a teaser. It's not a trailer. Yeah. It's his first teaser. Okay. Which, fair again, enough. Which
0: it falls. It here's the thing. I loved, I loved it. I love the trailer. I love the teaser. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, comparing it to the previous Thor one, it falls short for two reasons. One. We had never seen a funny one like that before. Mm-hmm. So that's already now. Thor is in a world which has comedy, uh, which ironically is like people think about all the comedy about it. But that just makes those drama moments drama moments oh, yeah. that much more powerful. Uh, although I do think it undercuts a couple of them. But overall,
1: the haircutting scene yeah we know, couple, hype, not, you know. not
0: that one not. Uh, But the the other thing was is that this one ends with some really funny stuff that happened that made me laugh oh, yeah. I watched you laugh but it's never going to be as funny as Hulk bursting through and going yes he's, he's a, a friend, friend from, from work. work I mean that was we might get li- might, we that, might get some that might have been the greatest moment in any Marvel trailer to be honest with you yeah that just was such a I remember just just bursting with laughter and watching it over and over what again what
1: trailer did we just watch recently where I'm like that might be the best trailer of all time didn't we just watch a trailer and I said that you say that whatever I know you. I think it was Morbius yeah it was Morbius yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, you did it with Obi Wan Kenobi. That's yeah. who you did it with. Was it was it Obi Wan? Yeah, that was yeah. hell of, that was really good. Because the music goes oh, yeah. oh God. Yeah, the duel <laughs> of the fates. That was good. Yeah, so Thor, Love and Thunder did not have a moment like that. Even though it's yeah, great but music, it's got music. Great great music. Uh, Korg was in there. That makes me very happy. Piss off Ghost. <laughs> uh, that makes me very happy. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I think it'll be a good time. Uh, the, the trailer shows everything stuff, Taika but... Waititi's
0: done is is in, oh gold, thoroughly gold. Gold.
1: I've loved everything. Uh, even like he's got he's gotten better too, which is crazy. I mean the uh, Jojo Rabbit was awesome. Someone post a meme of Jojo Rabbit when the little kid walks by and the the shoes. Oh god! The, and everyone. <gasps> Like you, because you're like you it's go, a happy no! moment, yeah. Oh no! man, George, if you haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, I've just
0: seen like that exact scene in the new film. Oh, it's gonna really? just devastate. Me. <laughs> if it's
1: Corg's feet, I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> but if you haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, check that out. It was nominated for Best Picture, and it probably should have won Best Picture that year. But that's neither here nor there. That's another podcast. That is another podcast. So that is the Thor trailer. Anything else about it? They're going to ramp up our expectations. But right now, we got tickets to see Doctor Strange. We're going to see it at the same time, same place. I, I
0: got tickets right in front of Joel, so I'm wearing my big hot, my high no, hat. No, not <laughs> like your my top, top hat. hat. My top
1: hat. <laughs> I bring my gun and shoot a hole right through the top hat so I'm a peephole. I, I
0: apologize. The Bender Brothers does not endorse wearing, bringing a weapon to or a movie. Or wearing a top hat to a movie. Well, <laughs> we well, kind of endorse
1: that. <laughs> you're not that fancy. It's got a lid on the top. <laughs> Whoop, a little bunny pops out. All right. Sorry about that. So <laughs> No, you're not sorry about that. But we're going to see Doctor Strange, too. And we're going to podcast about that. That We we had to see it right will away. Will
0: that be out before the last moon night? Let's do the math. It's three weeks. May 25th. So we got episode four here, and then we got five. Oh, it'll be right after. It'll be the day after. Oh, will they connect? <laughs> no, they won't.
1: Oh, come on. Still, the great, the greatest TV to movie connection.
0: Mm. Oh, speaking of, you should be excited. They have already almost confirmed a second season of Star Wars Visions, Joel. I haven't finished the first season. I know how much you love it.
1: No, no. What I am excited about, Jerry, is that Taco Bell is bringing the Mexican pizza back. <laughs> Permanently. Yes! <laughs> oh, Jesus, you just blew out my... <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> no, actually, I'm very excited about that. You have no idea. Anyways. I got a, a little bit of an idea right now. <laughs> no, I can't tell you the whole story about getting cancer and not being able to eat a Mexican pizza. Oh, <sighs> Devastating. Well, we put that one there. Yep.
0: All right. So episode three of Moon Knight of a six-episode limited series. I bring that up as a limited series because people are trying to speculate based on...
1: Mark speculate?
0: Mark speculate. Uh, he was a doctor,
1: <laughs> uh, a gynecologist. Um, speculate. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was Mark Spector and you. episode own Speculate. He said speculate. You went, yeah, Mark Spector. He speculates. Okay. And you went gynecologist. I'm, I'm, isn't that how it's
0: pronounced? I'm sorry. Groin acrotulist. I don't know how you pronounce these words. No,
1: why can't you be a proctologist? Because the, 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 the medical
0: instrument—it's a uh, speculum or something like that. No, I have no idea, actually. Yes. yes, yes <laughs> you don't either, though. You don't either. I will look it up now. No. <laughs> You're oh, spec- my God. Oh, I now, can't that's,
1: un- now that's on your search history. I can't unsee <laughs> that.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. This is... Well, this is just what it is. I, how do, I know stuff. Don't make me feel like I don't know stuff. A speculum is a duckbill-shaped device that doctors use to see inside hollow <laughs> parts of your body and diagnose or treat a disease. One okay. common use of the speculum is for the. Oh, those are naughty parts. I can't talk about that.
1: <laughs> the other common use is using the duckbill. To put on your shoe.
0: <laughs>
1: no, don't show me pictures of it. I know. Actually, I know what it is. I well, then know. why did you make me do this? Well, I didn't know it was called the speculum. Maybe, you know, he's Mark, maybe it's Mark's. Spe- some people Trump. say you can't
0: learn things on the Big Better Brothers <laughs> podcast, and they're right. You shouldn't learn things on there. Apologize mm-hmm. for all of that. You couldn't learn things on there. <laughs> things you don't understand. Things you want not understand. Things you, should you shouldn't. Understand. I screwed that up. All right, episode three: the friendly type. Also, this is the episode before before four. And I bring that up because the episode four is supposed to be the one that changes everything and makes everybody talk. Because that was the the pre buzz was episode four is going to be the one. They've done that on other shows, didn't they? Too.
1: I, I believe there was like screeners that were sent out for this, but they only sent the first three episodes. That's what I'm. So saying, that's why that's, I bet maybe people are assuming that episode four. No, or it I could think be, there's some hey. hype built on it. Listen. Okay, yeah. but
0: episode three, the friendly type.
1: When are we going to get screeners? What's going on here? I'm not applying. Come on, Marvel. Thing. Yes, we've been supporting you since Agents of Shield. I've been supporting you since 1983. Well, that, that's fair. <laughs>
0: what did you think of this episode?
1: Yeah, awesome stuff. Good stuff. It introduced a lot in this episode. Is this the best I don't know episode if it's d- yet. No, the first episode was so good. That first episode. You didn't even see Moon Knight until the very end. It doesn't matter. You got the cape going. No, it's awesome. There's, there's some awesome stuff in this, and it, it, you're, I'm, it's these are like one a one b. I was swallowing. It's like one a one b. They're really good stuff. I think the first episode was just this, everything was perfect in that this one introduces us to a lot. Now, a lot of the stuff they introduced us to, I don't know if it's going to play a, an important role later on because we're going to talk about the gods that get introduced. I'm sure some of those gods aren't going to matter in any way, shape, or form. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll get killed off. I don't know. But it feels like... there was like, no
0: connection to the Wakandan god, which we thought there may be. That Black may Panther, been, yeah. yeah.
1: The, well, he wasn't there. There was there was only five gods that were there. Apparently there's like nine gods on the council. But there could be... I don't know. We'll talk about that when we get to that scene. But there's a lot going on in this episode, and I enjoyed it a lot. The fight scenes were good. I thought the first one was kind of okay. Just okay. When he was just fighting as himself. Or when you when you see, I think it was Mark Spector fighting. Mm-hmm. It was just okay. Uh, but that being said, I, I, I thought this episode did a lot of great stuff. What did you think? That
0: it was great. Uh, another solid chapter in the story. This series does feel even more so like a one long movie versus a Loki or Wanda Vision or even Falcon and the Winter Soldier. A Hawkeye. Or, Hawkeye. was close to this too. Hawkeye felt like it was one story, but it did have the ability to feel like day breaks were happening and then time was passing by. This just feels like we're on a journey, you know, and it's nonstop. It's nonstop pieces going into place so this feels
1: if more it does like feel, a, yeah, yeah I would absolutely agree it feels like one long movie this one more so than any of the other ones I love
0: seeing the costume I love seeing the Mr. Knight costume showing up again it, it's a fascinating character because especially in this episode we're given the impression and we've seen bits of this already when we saw it when we first saw him in episode one where his jaw dislocated jaw goes right back into place we're seeing like how invulnerable impervious to harm is he and we're gonna see more of that in the next episode. Considering he may not have that ability anymore.
1: Well, they do. They do make a line in here about the suit gives him super healing powers. Mm-hmm. Again, that's all we need, right? That answers a question from a previous episode. Going, oh, that's how this can happen. The suit gives him powers. And I like that. I Does that re- do then make him
0: that. a poorer fighter? The fact that he like if he didn't have that ability, would he have been able to block all of the well, pin the, cushions you know, that happened? Wolver- because they do that in the comics. In the comics, Wolverine goes, I'm not a great fighter, because I don't have to be. We talked Just about it. Just get in this. close and then I'll cut you up. I don't have to be able-. versus somebody who can like get killed. They have to become a better swordsman. We to talked block about it.
1: this with Mandalorian, like because he has the armor, they can shoot him over and over again. Versus the people that are running around without armor, never get shot. <laughs> oh, it's funny that you
0: mentioned that. Actually, Bryce Dallas Howard Howard just came out in an interview, ironically an interview from a child that was interviewing her, but asking about how impervious the Mandalorian is, and does that make is it too much? Like he can't take a, he can't get hurt. And she explained that that's what their character is. They're tough. They've got that. Plus, he's got back to spray. And they actually finally showed that in the Boba Fett when he gets his leg cut open, that he's got oh. the back to spray. Versus, because he doesn't have a back to tank like Boba Fett, mm-hmm. so he is constantly spraying it's himself. A bacta. yeah, nothing. What's a back to with you? No, no, it's it's it's, 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 it's <laughs> a magic, it's a magic, it's, it's know, a magic number. Yes, yeah, yes, it is. So, uh, yeah, this was an episode that was very enjoyable. Let's talk about. Well, you it. do
1: mention the Moon Knight character. There was no, as I didn't see any, and the internet hasn't. There was no QR codes anywhere to be seen. But Marvel still get, did give away the for free digitally the first issue of that that uh Mr. Knight appears in. Where oh no, that, 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 that was in the Moon yeah. Knight. That was in the new Moon Knight yep. series. So they did. That that that's the issue. Seventeen. So let's get into it, man. All
0: right, let's go. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Anytime you
1: want to yep. start. All right, we're in Egypt.
0: Go ahead. Uh, we don't know how he got there. We, we make the j- assumption that it could be done by the third personality, which we get even farther along here, the character of the cab driver from the comic books. If they're going to go that route. But we get a real hint of it in this episode when Mark is, well, I'm going to we're going to jump around a little bit here, folks. But when Mark is in a fight and he looks like he's going to be killing people, Steven comes in and says, no, don't do it. And then, you know, we get the reverse from Love the it. first episode. And then when Mark comes back, Brutal stuff has happened, and he actually goes, Steven, what happened?" He goes, "I didn't do it," and so, we are, so we're left to speculate: Is the Mark's personality speculate. that's doing it? Is it uh, Kofu? Am I no, it? no, um, <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> Kofu. Kanji, <Kanshu. laughs> <Kanshu. Kanshu>. Kofu.
1: <laughs> His brother's tofu. <laughs> He's a little, vocal. yeah, they're a little fufu. Uh,
0: you know, is it him or is it the character of which I just had it written down and now, Jake? Uh, Yes, uh, go ahead, Jake, Jake something. Lamplighter? No. Jake
1: Lamplighter.
0: <laughs> Lamplighter? Lamp. No, it begins with a T. This is killer podcasting right <laughs> here. I'll tell you that right now. You High just it. Jake Lockley. Jake. Like I said, begins with a T. T. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Jake Lockley. Uh, uh, hit me with a speculum. All right. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so... This episode, we 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 were introduced to that could probably happen, possibly happen. Mm-hmm. And if you also think about that, uh, when we were watching the end credits, there's that great scene when we see three faces of Mark as it's splitting up. When we see the titles, yep. that could have been the third one. And uh,
1: oh, we didn't of, mention last episode that at the end of the credits they added Mister Knight to the credits. Created by? No, no, no. The actual oh, image of the him. image, yes. So, uh, but I didn't see anything added to this credit sequence. But I could be wrong. But you were talking about the fact that. It could be Consu. I don't think it's Consu though taking over his body. I really don't, because if that was the case, Consu would just Kofu? take his What about Gofu? Gofu. <laughs> uh I don't <laughs> I don't think Consu's doing it. Because then if that's the case, why isn't Consu just I think he has to like let him in the way they do in the trial sequence later on. Possibly. God, Consu's yeah. cool though, isn't he? So we
0: get the beginning here. <laughs> we get the beginning here where uh Mark's soon to be ex wife is getting a fake ID passport made. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, she Layla. needs one. Yep. Was this scene done because we don't do we know do we need this scene? are we getting introduced to a character that's going to be important later or or is this just a a, a a segment to let us have a little bit of downtime back talk like, no
1: so this is giving us some back backstory to Layla and let me start with her Layla. Let me, yeah her perspective so she is capable she's a thief she's Egyptian she's stealing back from the people who stole from Egypt to bring it back. We're Except seeing... for when
0: she needs her the hypocritical
1: attitude sure. like we we but she we're showing we're seeing her motivations, we're seeing that she's a good guy. We're seeing that she is skilled in in and of herself. But we also learned about her father in this, at least there's a backstory, and we find out that this has to deal with Mark. Uh, this is important because I think maybe Mark has something to do with her father's death or that's something. That's what I was led to believe. And that's going and is that the reason he's distancing himself from her? Well, no, we, we know, know. Well,
0: we know we know why. And obviously, you said it yourself that she is very capable. That would make her a very likely candidate to be the next avatar for Conchu, and that's why he's trying mm-hmm. to get oh, away. Oh, yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, I forgot so about seeing that. seeing yep. her. We're seeing her from that perspective because she's very capable.
1: But what did Mark have to do with her father, if anything? We'll find out. That's a that's a mystery.
0: Yeah, it was basically kind of like, are you afraid to tell her kind of things, so. mm-hmm. or he knows what happened, or maybe she. Happened, so I think you know, that's
1: whatever. what the I think that's what the opening sequence was all about. If you look back at the other opening sequence of note is when is when um, Arthur was putting a glass in his shoe and walking. We're just getting sort of a visual storytelling of. In this case, it's actually not just visual. It's, there's an exposition of this character of one of our main characters.
0: So she hasn't been home for ten years. So clearly she, she had to stay away because people know her, and she probably burns a bad her. crowd. And so we also have Arthur Harrow is out finding the gold scarab, and he basically he's doing the Indiana Jones, where he's you know digging in the desert trying to find the well Covey of souls. Hardy, yes, yes, no, wrong movie, <laughs> wrong movie. <laughs> uh, and Harrow isn't really worried. He knows that Mark, because he's been told that you know Mark Spector is in Cairo tracking them down, but he knows that Ahmed is there, so that's his focus. He's going to be. Yep. There. He's trying to
1: uncover Amit.
0: But he will get pulled back into the uh to the story very shortly because we are going to have an audi- uh, an audience here with uh, the Enid.
1: Yep, the nine Egyptian gods, but there's not nine in this situation that we're going to have here. So cool. we got a lot to talk about this. First of all, how does he pull in these gods, right? So he makes a an eclipse happen. Well, that's how
0: he gets their attention. He gets their attention. And now, I think yeah. the eclipse is just a fanciful magical illusion kind of thing.
1: And is it located because obviously we see people looking at the eclipse. Because they is, the oh, is it located in Cairo. Is just... it
0: is it worldwide? Is Doctor Strange oh, yeah. and Wong seeing this? Of and course. Are they going, are, no, are they? Or is no, it that's just, some, yeah. Is it because it's because it's like it's clearly not I, moving the they're not moving stars. He doesn't have that kind of power because if he's had that kind of power he could go, Hey, there's Arthur squish him like a bug if he mm-hmm. can actually move stars so it's it's a magical illusion we have i agree to it's an that.
1: illusion that that is exactly what i was thinking because if if he does if he does that one we can calculate when these eclipses are going to happen based scientifically on everything so that would happen and scientists around the world would go what is happening well, and also, would...
0: the, then we, then
1: are we transferring
0: the, the moon, uh, the Earth going around the sun? Because that's exactly. part of yeah, the
1: Seasons change. <laughs> the tide <changed. laughs> so Fashions many things. change. Fashions uh, change. I know. <laughs> so we're introduced to a lot of new characters, a lot of new actors, I should say.
0: All of them have been in Sons of Anarchy. Sons of
1: Anarchy. So, so the main ones are Salim, who is the avatar for... Uh, I got him in two different places, but he is the avatar for... Or, or Osiris. He's kind of like the main one. So, again, yes. I don't know. We get introduced to this guy. He looks like he's kind of bland, right? As far as characters are concerned. We get introduced to Yatzel. I'm not going to go into all the actors' names because that doesn't. The gods are Horus,
0: Osiris, Tefnut, Isis, and Hathor. Those are the ones that are present there. I don't not know. Not counting.
1: The Amit, and Khonsu, who are also gods, but they right. are not. They, are they part of the nine? I think they are.
0: But then Ammit. I Ammit's mean, there. not
1: there. But here. Her, and is Khonsu even part
0: of them, or is he even
1: kicked out? I and think that's he's. Not part I think nine. he's one of the gods. I think he's one of the gods. Uh, Tefnut, she's the goddess of rain. She also has a twin sister, who's I'm assuming a part of the Enid. We didn't see the sister this time, so I just wanted to point that out as well. Horus, uh, we don't get much about him. No, they just had that. I, it's just, I mean, there's actors who get. Which is we, the one okay, that they was? Say, which they is say the one avatar, that? Which was the female? Tough, which tough one was, was
0: the avatar. one that was helping him?
1: Yatzel. Okay. That's the that's the name of the character. I don't remember. Uh, Yatzel is Hathor. Okay. Is the avatar for Hathor? Got it. The goddess of music and love. Also, also the goddess of the Ben podcast. podcast. Yes. So. yes.
0: And uh, so. This sequence here, where he's telling this, you know, he's obviously being possessed, and they pull Arthur comes in out of nowhere, and, mm-hmm. and and you have this whole moment here where he can't, you know, it's one of those things, you know, it's the Highlander, you can't fight on holy ground, mm-hmm.
1: but sequence. the holy ground's cool because it's the Pyramid of Giza, the Great Pyramid, and I like, oh, we're inside it, like I don't, I, to be honest, I, have we ever been in? I think we've been inside the pyramid. I don't think this exists in there, but maybe they haven't explored this, maybe they ever found it, who knows? But it's cool that they're in there, and I like that. St- I think it was. Was it Stephen or was it Layla? Stephen was was excited. Stephen was in the
0: the reflection, and he was just, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" He was doing that. (laughs) That's awesome. This scene here, especially when, uh, and we're seeing uh, Oscar Isaac's acting here as he's being portrayed, he's being fulfilled, he's filled with the God in him answering for him. This was an interesting sequence because he's in again. I guess story-wise, I felt this was a little weak. That I think the writing here could have been better was. Kanchu and Mark to a certain degree also conchu they're not prepared. They no. his, his attitude is listen, we're gonna call these gods in and then they're gonna just do what I say because I'm right and I'm wrong. And it's like, you shouldn't be that dumb. You these guys have already regretted you. Why do you think that like I say so that's why? It, it was, it's, a, it's a petulant I agree. child. I and agree. they were and so I, so you so forgive the God. The God's an arrogant jerk. That's fine. Uh so when when Haro is just saying all this things, he's like, Stop, stop saying that. But, uh, don't everybody hold your cover your ears, la la la. I was like, why is he doing that? And then, so then, when Kancho can't say anything, Mark is sitting there after that whole sequence. And eventually, you know, right before the head guy goes, I think we've heard enough, which I hate when shows do that. It's like, no, no, no there's more. What do what, what you want to hurry for? You got a date? Shut up. We're only here for another five more minutes, you know? Shut up. <laughs> so, so Mark's there on the ground. <sighs> he's 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 winded from all of that in him. And so then, Haro's basically saying, Look, he's got multi split personalities and everything. And then, like, it, it, it's again it's the it's the courtroom from star trek six you know don't wait for the don't wait for the translation answer the question hi i don't know the question i haven't had the translation <laughs> yet. What up, what up? so it's like slow him down he's like he's like is that true and you and, and and again this is poor this is just lazy writing when someone's like well yes i knew it it's like st- like instead you want you're here to go stop stop wait let me say something wait i hear that but before you do that What about what Harrow did A, B, C, D, and E of all this death? And then everybody looks over at him. Now, again, that's better writing. And now the writers are going, we don't want to deal with that. Well, you know how you deal with that? Is you make a clever way of the Harrow going, yes, I've done this because of A, B, and C. And they go, that's justified. But they knew they couldn't do that. So they said, we can't justify this. We can't have these other gods unless we totally implement, uh, indicate that they're totally biased in this situation, which may be the case. So they go, you know what? Let's just have Mark on the ground go, I can't stop. He's talking. Talking bad about me and i can't say anything and it's like baloney you could just point out hey by the way he just did this and then the camera pans over to their face and they go is this true and harrow goes ha ah. mm-hmm. i you know I, I did not like that
1: okay I uh, got three thoughts here uh, i'm gonna play devil's advocate for one of them they do have the nice line where Kanshu shu says i'm not the one i try hear. which is kind of what you're saying like why are, you, why are you accusing yes, me yes, of stuff? Yes, I did like, like that line. Like I like that line. They do also make the line that it's like when he infects your body, it takes over your body, it's like nothing you've ever felt before. It's wild. So that's why Mark is a little bit out of it. All you know right,
0: I, I let that go too.
1: So, but, but I, but I agree that? with you on these other stuff. It's so much so that when it comes to the end, you go, man, I hope these gods get their comeuppance and going, Oh, we were wrong. We didn't listen for another five minutes because he's clearly going to the tomb of Annette. To uh, uh, yeah, uh, to, Annette, to
0: Annette Funicello.
1: Annette Funicello. He's clearly going to that tomb, and they, they better go. Oh man, we're so sorry. We're sorry. They better. He better get an apology. Is all I'm yeah. saying, Jerry. I,
0: I guess you, if you don't want to have to have that sequence, then you don't write it into a way that, it, that that can Jesus. be. Yeah, that it can be Annette. asked. You know, you can't. If you're gonna put your characters in this, you're gonna put your bad guy next to your good guy. And let the bad guy walk all over the good guy,
1: especially when the good guys called him there. Like you're yes, right. Like come like, and have a better plan.
0: Unless they go, unless, unless they show an episode later that the the guy who's working for Osiris is like, I want this to happen too, and so that's sure. what I'm doing. Okay. Then then you go, oh, okay, that's fine, that's fine. And you know, and and uh, the like one who works gods, for uh, yeah. Hathor, who is working with him. She's like, I don't have the, I don't have the strength, I don't have the numbers Yatsu. to back him. You know, I don't have that. Then you go, okay, that's fine. That's the politics of it. That was part. Uh, that out of there that I was watching it and I was going, Come, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Like you pulled me out for a second and that was the first time that it's done this. It's not a it's not a do or die moment. It's not wrecking it, but that was the part that the first time I was watching the show where I went, "Ah, I don't like that. But that's minor. That's minor. And and you you did you brought up some good points to help cover parts of the show. But I, I, I
1: I agree with you. I do agree with you On your points there.
0: So, yeah, this is obviously, this meeting was also good because we we find out about the gods' relationships with humanity and whatnot. Which, by the way, now that I think about this, I didn't mention this when we were talking about the Thor trailer, but we got to see another god. We got to see Zeus, Zeus, who is played by Russell Crowe, by the way. And we don't see his face. It's not Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, but the fact that... That was just for the commercial. but, But, I mean, like, obviously, we're talking about gods here, and we've seen the god in Wakanda for Black Panther, and then we've seen what the Viking gods were actually space aliens in the Thor movie, the Asgardians, and obviously we're going to be introduced to the Olympian gods. Hercules. And Hercules is a major character in the Marvel comics and an Avenger and we'll see how they relate. Are they space aliens, or are they gods on a mystical level like these Egyptian ones? It's so many, you know... Like and, the
1: Eternals and, is a whole yeah, other... Exactly,
0: I mean, yeah, world. we can bring in the Roman gods. The Roman gods never get played. You know, Jupiter and stuff like that. It's because
1: it's like, like Zeus and Jupiter aren't the same person. But, they can, like, but
0: I mean, I've read other fiction where they're, they're, so either, you, there's Hermes, yeah. and then there's Mercury. They're two separate ones. So, so you, the, Aries and... You know.
1: The gods thing here, there could be... So some of the gods that are missing could, one, be buried like... Amit, um, and uh, Kanshu at the end of the I guess
0: five is all you need for a quorum. They
1: could, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or they might not be on Earth anymore because they talked about, like, we, we observe people on Earth now. That's what we do. We don't, you know, we don't interfere kind of thing, which we've heard before. Uh, so this could be one of those things where some of those gods have left. They could be aliens, they could be gods. I, I think they're going to go with aliens because that tends to be what they do in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's been no god, god. Well, I said maybe
0: celestials, but well, this is also taking place, and they they call it the Overvoid. Was that correct? on I hearing that? Or oh, I don't remember. Um, uh, Kanchu does mention the Overvoid, and uh, it's significant. That's an interdimensional realm, which was actually very important in the Jeff Lemire, Greg Swal- Smallwood's 2016 Moon Knight run, which a lot of this stuff was taken from. So we're talking maybe gods that are interdimensional, another dimension, which is also where the dreaded Dormammu shows up in from Doctor Strange. It's, it's dimensions and mo- mm. or universes or planes of existence. So I and believe multiverse. we're probably going to go towards that, like it's another plane or it's a parallel plane. Obviously, he gets back with Layla. What are they going to see on that, that they have to go meet that guy? The
1: sarcophagus. They're looking at a – so there was – no one knows the place uh, for Amit's tomb other than the scarab that flies, that'll point the direction, and the person who wrote it down because not even the gods are supposed to know, but there was someone who wrote it down. And he – I believe he either died or he left notes with a king who was buried in a sarcophagus. And so they were going to go they're going to go find Layla's former partner or former person that she knows. I don't know what you would call him, but Anton Margot, he's a, he collects Egyptian artifacts, and he's the largest collector of it. He's one of the rich people rich power players in the world, I guess you would call him, you know, like the way in Madrupal, which we're going to talk that which gets a mention coming up here. The way, um, what's her name, is sort of like one of the people that runs Madriple. He's one of these rich guys in the world who d- who does good stuff. He's trying to bring stuff back to Egypt, but we he can't, also does it for we, his personal collection. Yeah, we
0: did go past the fight scene. when they were, I mean, we talked briefly about it where that one guy eventually kills himself as opposed to telling... Uh, remember when Mark was holding him mm-hmm. and he, he cuts his thing so that he actually? Oh, that falls was earlier. I thought that was near the end. Yeah. Uh, no, that's no that that fight gets us to this point. I'm okay. uh, a little confused on that. That's I apologize. Fine. A lot of a lot of going back and forth this last week here. I don't know if you know this, but I got a baby. Yeah, so. yeah, that, yeah. He's got baby brain. So uh, yeah, but that that moment there, which by the way, that guy who fell off the edge, who killed himself, the younger guy who was kind of like didn't want to kill earlier, and mm-hmm. they are going back and forth, on his back is a design of. Uh, it's the same design of Nathaniel Richards, a.k.a. Kang, when he actually had the... When he played uh, Ramatut. It's actually the same one. It's it's I mean, literally, Interesting. I, I can show you a picture here of what it looks like on his back and how it looks like in the drawing and how that people are going, oh, there's a nice little Easter egg. Probably not real, but enough that it's in there for Kang sure. the Conqueror that you could say that that was actually a connection. A connection. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. But, I mean, during that whole fight sequence, that had to lead was that and I'm trying to figure okay. out that lead us to this point here or was it her connections that got us to this next part
1: well they were going to utilize those guys to figure out where where Arthur's at but he ends up they end up all dying and so that's why they called the he's like I have another way of doing this and that's why he called the Enid if I remember correctly that sounds about right too
0: so yeah we kind of jumped over a little bit of him fighting those three guys as he was doing that and we talked but we kind of talked about that earlier I mentioned how the fight wasn't that great yeah and, well, yeah, yeah. And, and obviously you know when he gets knocked out and at one point he wakes up and he's in a cab mm-hmm. and the cab's taken to the airport because Steven wants him to not be violent which is very naive on Steve Steven's like no we don't want to fight don't do this mark don't do this and I like how later in the episode when they're at that sarcophagus scene he goes fine I'll take control because of machinations that happen at that point because he finally needs Stephen to utilize his skill which is important and I thought that was good but then Steven was like, now I'm in charge, haha!" Ha. And then he goes, oh, I, I love the fact that they finally go, guess what? You're in, you're in a Marvel action show. You need violence. Shut up and fight. But you then know? the
1: real violence comes from the third person who we don't see. He's the one, which well, is interesting that he ends up in a taxi cab and he was a taxi but driver Stephen, in the But comics. Stephen
0: initially, though, was in this... Yeah, that's true. Stephen was initially in this... He was pulling a Danny Pink. Listen, I don't want that to happen. I don't want the doctor to do this from Doctor Who. And it's like, I hate you. I'm watching a show <laughs> called Doctor Who. You're fighting against this. Get out of here. <laughs> so luckily Stephen goes, I was wrong. I was wrong. We need to have violence. <laughs> violence is okay in this setting. You know, it's okay. So, yeah, so we... You know, basically, he gets back with Layla, but, you know, he wants to not be seen. So, of course, what does he do? He puts on a baseball cap because nobody can find you Uh, in a baseball cap. A Chicago
1: Cubs hat because uh, Moon Knight is from Chicago. Maybe the next season or whenever they do it again, they'll be in Chicago because the only Chicago references we get in this damn MCU was the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. finale kind of which took place in Chicago where they just kind of destroyed a little bit of Chicago. Like, come on, let's go. Let's see some Chicago superheroes, please.
0: We are going to go find the sarcophagus, which was stolen, stolen and then sold on the black market. And he knows that, obviously, we need to go to Anton Mogart. Mogart. Uh, Anton Jesus uh, I, I had... was doing much better than what you just did there. Anton Mogart. Yeah. That's what I said. Stop helping me. Who's it played <laughs> by, Jerry? Uh, Gaspard Uli. <laughs> You're <not letting> <laughs> I don't know. Uli. I laugh. It's funny because we, we're, we're terrible with names. But, okay, so
1: in the comic books, that but character... But really quickly, the actor passed away, like a month before the premiere of yes. this so and, and well a tragic the, the reason the, yes and
0: he got in the episode is dedicated to him but what was interesting is this character in the comic book has an alter ego he's known as the midnight man he uh, is a figure known for uh, supernatural abilities as an art thief I don't think that's going to come into play. I don't know if that was ever going to come into play. Is this he dead the, be, is he dead at the? At the I don't episode? know. I mean, if he's not dead at the episode, and I don't remember seeing a—he a gets—he
1: gets, gets thrown the blade. Gets he does, thrown into but, his you know, back. but
0: he could show up in the next couple episodes. And if the character, I don't—I think—I think it's one of those things where they are like, we're not going to do anything with this character, so let's grab this name. But I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Character could come back, but obviously at well, this point, if it does, it would be a different actor yeah. playing it. I don't know if they had plans for it or not. I would just I'd go at this point, going probably not, but we'll see. So that character, uh, that's and she has a connection with Layla, and of course it's that. This is a cliche moment where it's like, Layla, welcome back. I'm gonna set you up. I got all these monsters around you, these hulking guys, because I'm really not accepting uh, you back,
1: back. is one of the security guards. V-E-K. Is
0: that a? I don't know. I thought there was, was more, more or... to him, but he
1: ends up dying anyways. Uh, he, the actor. Luick Mabanza. Yeah. Before we get that, to this whole scene bunch. though, we
0: they go on a boat and they get to have a conversation there. And we get a little more of the culture of Cairo, which I thought was really mm-hmm. nice. And we see the city aspect of it because again as we talked about before, people don't realize how close the pyramids are. And my wife at the time, she thought, oh, don't you got to get – and as I did, as I did clearly not even 15 years ago, like, oh, yeah, you get to Cairo, you land, and then you get on a bus. And on a takes, camel. <laughs> and it takes you miles out to the desert where these are at, which in reality they're just you – know, you get on the bus and it takes you two blocks and you're there.
1: Well, speaking of the Egyptian thing, when they go and see Anton – He's playing some game where they're on horses and they're hitting sticks and all that. I have no idea what that game is, but I love it. I love when you get introduced to sports yes. around the world That you're like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Like like uh, hurling. That's a sport that I never heard of, but it's like with field hockey sticks and they hit ball. That sport's crazy to watch. This is another one of those. This is an Egyptian sport that they wanted to include in the episode.
0: While they're watching that sport, one of uh, Mogart's goons kind of comes up to Lane and goes, well, after Madripoor, I'm sure you'll have a lot to talk about. So this is our first... Mention of something in the MCU that's related. It's the city of Madripoor, which is from the comic books, and last seen on uh, the MCU was in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV series where Sharon Carter is based, and that's where they went to. So that is our first real mention of any connection. You know, Usually in these shows, there's always a mention of the big green guy or the god or Stark or, or the guy with the shield, so this is it. So he's got his antiquities or his antiques there, and he's kind of got like a little glass pyramid. It kind of looks like the Louvre in France. Which I'm sure I mispronounced that. The
1: Louvre. Just the Louvre. Okay. Yeah.
0: Speculum. Uh, she basically gives them the option of, okay, you can go there and look. So they both walk up to it and everybody's watching them in the background. I don't understand what they're so – like they let them get that close and then like, stop, you're getting too close or don't do that. And she kind of walks back so he can have time to talk to himself. But I, I felt that this part also was a little more like, we need to stop this for no apparent reason. Like, why let them up there? It, it's it's kind of like the whole thing when someone in a, in a in a show or fiction goes, "Hey, your your attorney's here in jail. Go ahead and talk." And then uh, you know, within thirty seconds, your time's up. It's like, what do you mean your time's up? You got the you, you're using the room for another attorney. Get out of here. Get out of here. This is just a writer trying to end the sequence. So I was you know having them get in there. Uh, was forced. So we talk about how Steven is obviously utilizing his skill, and then we have this fight come up as they're trying to figure out what the map is, which we obviously later learn out it's a star It's chart a star map. with a star. So, it's a star with a star chart. Which will explain where it is. This is, Or, yeah, or, or, or they could have made an entire it was, mummy movie about so this. So this was
1: interesting because they had to... He's talking with Steven, and he finally lets Steven have the body again in order to make this all happen. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was weird that he ran away and he laid it on the ground, but... Yeah. good acting at this part yeah. this is him going back and forth
0: Yeah. also remember no no not yet
1: we haven't had the fight yet but But when they when
0: they first land on that island remember they see a boat off to the side with some people in the shadow and they're like I don't know who that is yeah right? what we was that re- about it was, uh, it was Hero oh Hero was because okay. remember Hero shows up later and says he goes to Mogra and he says hey I have something much more tangible to show you, you that's know, right and, that's yeah. right so that's yep. the, yep. that would, they, it was a callback at that point because I was like oh because you almost forget about it instantly and then I was like, oh, okay, that was that was the little bit of a setup. Like they're following him, as mm-hmm. opposed to him just being there waiting for it. Yeah, they must have been following
1: him. So Harold shows up and offers him a different deal.
0: Yes, and then it gets us to uh, our big
1: fight. Becomes Mr. Knight, and then he. This is where Jerry's like, no, you need to take over and do violence, and that's when he becomes Moon Knight, does that awesome jump.
0: Do you think when he also uses his cane and it turns purple, are you kind of in part of your head waiting for like Agatha all along to start playing? <laughs> I'm always. Purple. That's yeah. always how
1: I, <laughs> I live my life, Jerry.
0: Yeah. So they don't. They can't find him. He's up on top of the glass pyramid in full outfit, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And we have the fight. We have. like I said we. Mister Knight pops up first. You know, Steven, You know, time out, Mister Knight, and then he gets stabbed twice with spears. He's
1: like, oh. oh, I love it when he's getting stabbed through with spears again. That's a very Deadpool kind of feeling. Take to the him. body back, Mark. Take the body back. Like Deadpool would have a uh, like stabbed there. Like, oh, this is That is very Deadpool reminiscent. But, you know, it was a great fight scene. He's throwing his blades. He's getting those blades out of nowhere. I know he comes off his chest, but he's kind of just finding them everywhere.
0: Yeah. So after he basically beats all these guys and he gets the information of the Star Trek, they get in a cab or on, a, on the way home in his jacket. And he goes, oh, this jacket's, you know, he's like, I really like that jacket, but it's trashy." So the jacket's, so, so he the transforms. Price, yeah. So does the, jacket. or the jacket's underneath, the jacket's underneath that. Okay. I like is. that. I like that. That makes more sense. The jacket's mm-hmm. not changing. He gets know, the
1: covered. white hoodie, white hoodie again, which looks awesome.
0: One of Harrow's guys is on their tail. They decide to piece the star map together, but obviously it's not, and they kind of realize that they can't figure this out. And then this is an interesting. Kanshu basically says, I've seen this before. I know this night. I know all the nights, or something to those de- degree. And so this is to get the part where uh, he's going to show the illusion of the stars Turn going back. back but time. he also knows if I do this, because at the trial situation, he goes, Hey, if you do something again, we're going to imprison you again. And sure enough, as it's happening, it's I feel like those five guys, those you know, because he's doing it really fast. You know that those five other guys who the guys—they're all in some situation. And they're like, "Oh, we gotta go!" And they quickly zoom. They get there and they go, ah, you know, you know, they go, uh, you know, and they start saying it, and that turns him into. What is that like, from? Excalibur.
1: Okay. I love that you did remember that.
0: <laughs> I remember it when they bring it into uh, Ready Player One. That's the co- come on. Oh, okay.
1: So that's fair. That's fair. I would have went with, where are they? Listen. It's not something you say. Dun, now. dun, dun, dun. Okay. Boom, dun, dun.
0: So pieces of the map together is constellation. It's 2,000 years of the past. They show the drift, and then they finally figure out this is where it is. They get a longitudinal lag- and a longitudinal yeah, using she's a map. Using, yeah, because she's um, using
1: her iPad to map the sky, which those are real things. You can shoot the iPad at the sky, and it'll tell you the constellation. That's I like, like that, they, how they kind of like. like they how, use I, that. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's really cool. So, but as they're doing this, they're putting Conchu into a statue, and then he evaporates. The statue's complete, and Mark falls unconscious. So,
1: did he lose the suit? Yes. I mean, that's we're led to believe he loses the ability date. To... Yeah, and we Some also see suit.
0: we also see the the other avatars are actually you know, Harrow, who keeps popping up wherever he needs to be in this episode. He pops up there, and that's when uh, the avatar goes, "You were right about Conchu." And in the end, he left us no choice. So that makes me think that maybe he's just snow giving them a snow. Yeah, snow, snow. Um, What's the word? I, snow job. Sounds terrible when I say it like that. <laughs> or it's, snow job. It is a snow job. He's 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 basically he's he's but, fooling them too. They're not in it with him, which we speculated earlier. Like, okay, maybe they're they're in cahoots with him.
1: They're in a snow
0: job. <laughs> you never heard getting a snow job?
1: No. I will look it's it up. that a phrase. Snow job.
0: First off, it's one of the Joes.
1: This <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're yeah, right. It is snow job.
1: Please tell me uh, the G.I. Joe character pops I, I up can't right. see that. I can't see that anywhere. When, when he fights. What is
0: Snow Job slang for? Oh, my. An attempt to persuade someone to do something or to persuade someone that something is good or true when it's not.
1: Uh, look at you. Learn more of the Ben and Brothers
0: podcast. Now in the Dirty, jo- uh, dirty no, Dictionary. Now let's talk about Snow Yikes. Job from
1: the G.I. Joe movie when he gets picked up. He does that scream when he gets taken out of the uh, the vehicle. No, Nothing.
0: I'm going to type in snow job dirty, see what comes no, up. No, don't do that again. The Urban dictionary. Again, this is uh, oh, terrible for your search history. Yikes. Well, I'm not worried about that. All right. So, and that basically the end of the episode is now Mark has no powers but he still got a lot of personalities and they know where to go. He's got
1: a lot of personality. They yeah. got a
0: lot of personality, but we, they knows where to go and that's where we're left off to what will then be the second half of the season, 4, 5 and 6. It's like it's like
1: my question is, why isn't Harrow there yet? He has a direction compass. He should already he be there. He can get
0: anywhere he wants to, but he can't get enough guys to dig some sand. He's out there helping with sand too in a bucket, a bucket brigade. Like that's the fastest. You got all this power. Here's an idea. Go get a backhoe. Go get a bulldozer. <laughs> Hang on. You, I,
1: use your purple stuff to. I'm get, gonna look up. You can get jackals out of the ground to help you dig. I gotta
0: go to the Urban Dictionary
1: for backhoe. See what backhoe. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> no back. Yeah backhoe. No.
0: Yeah. Oh, the line that Kanchu said that was really good was, "I remember that night. I remember every night." Mm-hmm. What does the title uh, "Friendly Type" what is that reference to in this episode?
1: Is it referencing Steven? Is no. it referencing Mark? Because this is kind of our first time we're spending the episode with Mark. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. That is a good question, Jerry. Let me think about that for a second.
0: So at the end, when, when Harrow believes that Kancha can still hear him, he requests to speak to uh, the statue alone. So that's when the avatars leave. And he comes up to it, and he confesses that he enjoys dealing out pain on his behalf. And that's the great skin. Uh, I'm sorry. That's the great sin he carries. Is that he enjoyed doing that?
1: Yeah, he's, he's a pretty evil dude.
0: Yeah, he reveals basically that he he's, he's thankful and grateful for Kanchu for breaking of his spirit, and he can now achieve what Konchu could not. So he thinks he's still that's in this character. There is a he thinks he's doing it for the right reasons, but we know because we talked about last episode at killing kids. You, you've already gone too far.
1: There's a friendly type a, an allusion to the third personality? Uh, no, God, no, no. It's got to be something more direct. Couldn't find something. No, I will say that I've seen some people say that this episode is kind of like it's just a puzzle-solving episode, a little diversion episode. It doesn't really no, advance. it moves It doesn't advance the story. Advance the story. It, well, it, it, it,
0: it, you could could you move this storyline forward in five minutes
1: mm-hmm.
0: with with the cleverness? Yes, but you were also wanting to see the action scenes. We're getting a little bit more. There is character development. I don't. I I'd hate to say like after this conversation, we go like we didn't like this episode as much as we thought we did, but maybe that's true. I mean, I, again, this is degrees of liking. I just oh, of course, don't know. yes,
1: yes. So I'm not exactly sure what the friendly type could refer to, but let's find out in the next episode when we hopefully we get revealed to that next uh, personality. Does the friendly type refer to Layla? Could be her. She did, has she, friends. She overcomes or,
0: her fear and goes back to Egypt, and uh. she has
1: friends and that she's using because she's a friendly type.
0: Does anybody at home have an idea why they call it the friendly type? That we are clearly just missing for some silly, stupid reason, which is probably the reason. So, yes, this was a heavy, even though they had action in it, this was a heavy exposition. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a heavy exposition episode.
1: Like I said, it introduced a lot. It introduced a lot of characters. It introduced a lot of gods. There's a lot going on, and it kind of just bulldozed through it. And I don't know if, you know, a lot of those gods aren't going to be important later on. We'll see. Why do I mean? These are questions that are that have
0: been asked online regarding this episode. Why does Layla need a fake Egyptian passport
1: to get back to Egypt?
0: Why does she need a fake one?
1: Because she's not allowed back in the country. She's a black market.
0: Oh, so we don't know. Okay, okay. Why did Khonshu use a solar eclipse
1: to get the union's attention? Because nothing else would work. They don't listen to him anymore. Solar eclipse that go. I mean, that's a big Egypt thing, right? Like that back in the day, like when solar eclipse would happen or lunar eclipse would happen. Those were worshipped.
0: Why was Khonshu banished before? We don't know that. His banishment was for nearly exposing the Egyptian gods.
1: That sounds dirty. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: everything on the show does. It's called Covered in Sand.
1: Where do you think this story is going? What what do you think? All right, so clearly we 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 could go
0: maybe one episode where he's not putting on the costume again. I don't think we'll even do that. I think this show is going to have him in that, but you could do it. And he could be gone for a while. But he, there's going to be a way that even if Kanchi stays banished, he's still going to be able to do something. Somehow they're going to realize that you can still have some of the power, but now he can't be completely invulnerable, which makes our hero more relatable because people go like, oh, he can get hurt, so he's got to be a little mm-hmm. more safe. So I think that could happen. So
1: the point of this story, right, is Amit. Our hero is going to release Amit. That's the whole, and he's that's trying to stop That's what the villain's That's the villain's motive. Is. That is what Moon Knight is trying to do. I think Amit will be released at some point. I, I think that's going to happen yes and no here's the thing But it I don't could know. be but I... it
0: could be like, I, I, I. the reason I say it could be is the writing on these shows can be clever enough it's the same way if you watched the latest Ghostbusters movie in the theater when J.K. Simmons' character was you know he was the guy who created all that stuff because he wanted to be there when he released Gozer the Gozerian and he which is another Egyptian guy by the way oh, when, he, nice. when, when he wants to bring him he's like hey I brought you alive and I was here and then she like rips him in half instantly mm-hmm. it's like like this could be something where where Harrow could like bring her forward and then she comes forward and she either, I don't think she would get rid of him instantly, but maybe he does mm-hmm. get rid of her or something like that.
1: Well, I'm just saying that this, the, that, that is the major story arc stopping him. I think it's going to come about, or this does a 180 or a 90 degree, 180 would be going right back to where I was from. It does a 90 degree turn and go, Oh, this is now what the story is about. It's changed. Well, this up would be the, the time plot. in episode four. Yep. That could be the, the and that's this. what you were saying. This is a wow episode. Is it a WoW episode because it's bringing in characters from other Marvel cinematic properties? Maybe. Uh, or is it just changing the story altogether? Or does Amit get released in episode four and now we're going to go with gods fighting we'll find and things out. like that?
0: I don't... I like. It's a very
1: I... simple story right now, though. That's what I'm yeah. trying to get at. There's nothing complex really about this. It's all about stopping Harrow from releasing Amit. What
0: about period. the trick of, of doing of bringing in cameos and connections. I mean, obviously, that's something we all love. Madrigore being mentioned. The Thor trailer having the Guardians in it. We love that. But does that... Do you find... I'm asking you specifically. Do you find that they need to find the balance of fan service or fan stuff like that that we want and if the storyline calls for it versus it's a crutch and it ah. cover, and it's covering up something no, that No, because, I mean... I don't know. I, I
1: always think of Ant-Man and, like, his cameo is the falcon like it wasn't it's, it's not a huge it, but it's a secondary it's mm-hmm. phase two kind of character and that's fine and i'm I'm okay with that and i like cameos but i want to see some like i don't know i don't know who's gonna show up. it would shang chi show up or would it be you know shang chi had Wong show up but would it be you know spider-man and, has and doctor strange and then they get yeah. rid of him for an hour in the movie well spider-man had Tony Stark and then Nick Fury and then Doctor Strange. Yeah, I'm saying so. Doctor Strange shows up mm.
0: and then they go. Now we need to get rid be, of. You like
1: no? for this thing, do they bring in an Eternal? Like I think that would Dark, be. No. Oh, why? Why God no? That would make it so much. That would make Eternals more interesting if maybe one of the Eternals is you're a right. god. I guess you're right. Is a god in the Egyptian pantheon and the, or something like that. Like heck yeah, tie that in. I want the Eternals tied in. But I want that to be. I want that to be part of the biggest. I guess. Story I now.
0: guess I say when I say God knows because even in the comics they're just. They just never work to the degree that everybody else does. And and it gets it does get to a point where you go, uh, why, why you know what, there's other characters that I want more. I guess it's, it comes oh, down to, there's other characters I want more. Sure. You know, that's what i The what Eternals, I'm
1: unfortunately, are on the god level of Thor. I mean, they mentioned hanging out with Thor. So it's like, if you're going to do something at a god level, you have to be big. Like, Thor takes place in outer space. Like, they have the Eternals on the planet. It seems like... So, the, the you know what, you know what, even the gods in this show, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. sort of thing where it's like, here's some aliens that are on the planet Earth, and our Agents oh, so of the S.H.I.E.L.D. Eternals team. all got sucked away yeah. at the end of that sounds terrible,
0: uh, they got sucked off yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. from ghosts, yeah.
1: <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. it was aliens on Earth and they're fighting them, but it's just our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. team where it's like, this story should be bigger than that. Like, when you're fighting Hive. I feel like that was a bigger story. Uh, you say I know, that. I know. I agree. I'm just nauseam. saying. I'm just saying. For in this situation, bringing in the appropriate level character would be nice, as opposed to them bringing in. Uh, it'd be great to see Bucky, but it's like yeah, you're, but you brought in but Bucky at, at the same time. You
0: go back and you go like, uh, you know, the first Iron Man or the first you know Hulk or whatever. It's like they didn't need that, and the characters. You, you're talking. You They'd in the end
1: of both of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: uh, they didn't have Hulk. Nick Fury and Hulk. They had
1: they, they had Iron
0: Man and Hulk. Uh, those are after credits. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I think it's those a cameo. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Just like having the Vulture show up.
1: Yep. All right.
0: Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey Doc, what's up, Doc? Hey, I'm I'm tying in somehow. <laughs> now I will say this: if the Vulture could show up, no! this, that would be incredible. <laughs> okay, that brings us to our halfway point in the Moon Knight storyline. We'll be back with episode four, which is actually on a couple nights for us so we'll try and get that one a little bit sooner than the hiccup we had here again unless Joel decides to have more children out of nowhere so we, we or, never know
1: or if Jerry does nah, it's <laughs> curse you alright I'm Jerry I'm Joel we'll talk to you next time